Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out-of-this-world conversations with extraordinary people. Today, I am so excited to have on Callie Cares. We're going to bring her on in just a moment, but just a couple of quick announcements. If you have not downloaded my free 20-minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure you grab that on my website, mysticmanta.com or drlisajthompson.com. And if you're coming to the big island of Hawaii, you definitely want to come on one of my big island UFO tours where you'll get to see the night sky in a whole new way using advanced generation three military night vision goggles. And I am so excited to reveal my newest Oracle deck, Wisdom of the Galactics with booklet is out now. It's available for purchase. So that is also on the Mystic manta.com or drlisajthompson.com and this deck has so much amazing energy and channeled messages from 13 different galactic races so without further ado i'm going to bring miss callie on hello callie aloha everyone so let me share everyone you have so much juiciness in your bio <laughs> so let me just share about you so callie cares is the founder of life enhancement She's the number one best-selling author featured with Neil Donald Walsh and Lisa Nichols, highlighting Callie's story of her miraculously overcoming paralysis at the age of 20 through visualization along with her special helpers. From shot and paralyzed to miraculous recovery to founder and CEO of her personal growth company, Callie's journey fuels her passion for empowering others to surpass their past and step into their limitless potential. She's a force of nature in the world of personal development as she merges consciousness, neuroscience, healing, and energetics to help you evolve into your next level self. For the last 20 years, she has impacted tens of thousands of lives as an intuitive business consultant and facilitator by blending conventional wisdom with the power of intuition in the boardrooms and training people all over the world. She teaches how to work with intuitive intelligence which reveals new information and offers a bird's eye, big picture perspective. here. She has honed her skills to intuitively get to the truth of the problem, which has helped individuals, solopreneurs, all the way to Fortune 500 companies experience increasing levels of success. She empowers her clients and Hawaii retreat attendees how to tap total activation program into these same skills. She just recently sold her retreat center on Salt Spring Island in British Columbia and has moved full-time to the magical islands of Hawaii to offer the retreats in the tropics of Hawaii. And she's on the big island with me. Yay. She is connected to all her surroundings, including a special connection to the healing energy of the Hawaiian islands and has a special intuitive connection to these cetaceans. Can't wait to talk about that. So Callie has been blessed to have extensive magical time and a sacred connection with the wild dolphins and whales in Hawaii. She loves to share the intuitive message that helped her make the jump from Salt Spring to Hawaii. So, so much to um, talk about with this conversation. But so before we get into the work that you do, what I would love for you to share with our audience and me is, um, like, how did you grow up? Spiritual household, religious household, something else? Like, what's your background that got you into your work? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so, thank it's so thankful to be sharing with you and your audience. And 
Before we start, I want to say you didn't have your deck when we met. So I want to get your deck. Definitely. So when we get together, like bring it. <laughs> That's so exciting. And um, so to answer your question was I actually grew up um, in British Columbia and I went through Catholic school and it was very, very indoctrinated that way where I was, um, you know, and I want to say I believe in everybody's spiritual experience and their faith. For me, I was di very disempowered in it. It was um, not only the home that I grew up in, I was lied to. So I was brought up believing that my mother's husband was my father, but he wasn't. So, and he, and he was um, less than excellent on every level <laughs> to myself and to my mother. So I grew up very disempowered. And in the same thing with the church, it was like I was taught about how to um, basically, you're not right, you know, you're, you, you know, listen to the elders, listen to everybody that else is in charge and really disempowered in all of that way. So that's where I was brought up. However, we had a boat and every weekend between April and October, we were on the boat and I was the captain so that they could drink and fish. And so I got to be on the ocean, which was my savior, like the literally to deal with all of the stress and the abuse and everything that I was dealing with. I really believe that the ocean and my connection. And I thought that it was normal for the orca whales to come up so close to your boat that I would get sprayed from when from the like the blowhole. And I thought that was normal because that's all I knew. But not only it didn't happen until I got to Hawaii and organically, and most of my life has been very visceral and experiential, not from books, even though I love to read lots of everything about psychology and sociology and spiritual growth and empowerment. And I have thousands and thousands of books that way, but my spiritual experiences haven't been like, oh, I heard that, well, Dolphins and whales are really sacred I, by reading about it and then going out for them. So it's been more of a realizing that I've had all of these supernatural experiences my whole life, thinking that it was normal, and then realizing that actually, no, I'm very much like a um, Pocahontas, Little Mermaid, and Avatar Natiri all in one, and, and my connection with nature and the supernatural has been off the charts. Wow. So <laughs> when did you end up leaving the Catholic church then? Was it when you became an adult? And so, well, I was attuned into Reiki. Okay. And when I was attuned into Reiki, again, I had a supernatural experience. Um, I didn't, I actually didn't even know what was, I. so what happened was I left my marriage uh, with my five-year-old son and I basically attracted what I grew up in because that's what we do is we attract what we're familiar with. So I attract an abuser, but on the outside, he was handsome and he was a farm boy and didn't drink. So I thought like he was really safe and wonderful, but the inside was actually, he was sexually abused by his basketball coach and there was a lot, and he had like a lot of pain and a lot of, 
a lot of issues. And so and when he kicked our three and a half year old son into the wall, when he was angry, I up and left and went to a transition house. And I didn't even know what a transition house was because I grew up so sheltered in the Catholic schools and Catholic church. I like, I literally thought that that was just for um, drug users to go to a transition house to transit off the off the streets or whatever. But then I found out it was actually for, for mothers who are fleeting with their children for safety. So having said that, I went out and got a job at an aromatherapy store. And this is a really cool story. So I don't know if everybody knows about Scooby, like I used to watch Scooby-Doo and there used to be the paintings on the wall where the eyes would follow you, where the ghosts would follow you. Well, I had, here I was managing this aromatherapy store store because I left everything it was just my son and my suitcase and okay. the transition house that was it and like nothing <laughs> so um so here I get this job as an aroma like managing this aromatherapy store and this poster says come to this Reiki initiation and every time I walked around and around the store that I was managing the eyes would follow me. Literally, I'm like, like you are, like you are looking at me, woman. Like, what is going? So finally, like, and I'm asking everybody, like, even like people that worked in my, and I'm like, what's Reiki? And then they're kind of like, well, you know, it's like this healing thing, like massage, but you don't get touched. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't make sense to me because it was completely out of my realm of anything I've knew before. So here I am, like the experiential. So I call up the lady and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm it's it's Friday and it starts tomorrow. I'm sure you have no room. And she's like, no, I've been waiting for your call. I'm like, do you know me? She's like, I know that you've been, you're supposed to be here. I'm like, ooh. So when I went the next day, and I came up with every excuse, but I have a son. She's like, you're a fun babysitter. (laughs) So I go, and when I got attuned, my third eye just blasted open. I Mm. saw these golden, well, actually, they were light, light gates that were like white and glowing gates that opened up. And then these 13 light beams, and they say, welcome home. And I start crying, but, and I call it my spiritual crying. Cause it's like, it's not a normal cry. It's just like when the tears just go and like get soaked, like my whole shirt just soaked. Sometimes even my thighs, right? Like it's just like, and so that's actually one of my confirmations of when I'm having a spiritual experience is when these happen. So that was my first intuition to the alternative holistic healing. And then it just, and then it just expanded from there. I went all the way through to master and then brought in all these other, all of these other um, different healing modalities and from timeline therapy to, you know, I mean, I, I, but <laughs> I have, I have completely devoured because it's so incredible to be connected to the, the universal energy. And so whenever I get a chance or whenever, so from shamanic healing to, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, so how does this fit in with your business world? Um, I, yeah, just, I would that's, love to know how, how 
your guides and this intuition that you have, how you work with that with your clients. Yeah. So it's like Steve Jobs says, it's more important to be intuitive than it is to be intellectual. Mm -hmm. And so, and, you know, Steve Jobs being the head of Apple, you know, like, and, you know, a leader in, in business. So I was blessed to open up my company Life Enhancement um, in British Columbia and started working with Fortune 500 companies like Motorola, like who said that this is the best program they've ever had. They actually hired me because they were shutting the doors and they were really because they were downsizing in British Columbia, the Richmond and moving to across to the east. And they were really worried about having suicides and because when you get hired like there was like over 400 people that work there and um when you get a job at a fortune 500 company back back then like you think that you're going to be there forever right and they know from past experiences that these type of people like you literally people have committed suicide when doors are closing on something like that because they can't see the open door or the or like the open window when a door closes Right. So they hired me to come in and I worked with, with them all and it got them to tap into their intuition to see how this, how they could pivot and see that this is actually a stepping stone for them to expand their wings and fly in a wider, more incredible way than to look at what has happened to them as a negative thing. So that's really what I do is I help people see past their limiting beliefs mm -hmm. and open up to the idea that the universe has got our back all the time, you know? And for me talking about having our back is kind of a, like very, <laughs> very appropriate considering that I was stalked and shot and have a bullet in my back. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about that and how you heal yourself? Yeah, certainly. So, yeah. So, like I said, we attract what we're used to because that's where our vibration is. So growing up in this household that was not supportive or loving, and I mean, I was abused physically, mentally, emotionally, and even sexually. And like when I went to my mother when I was five years of age, and because I just learned in kindergarten about good touching and bad touching. And I said to her, I said, Mom, I don't want this to happen to me anymore. Basically, she's like, who's doing this to you? And like, well, don't don't let them do it to you anymore. And here I am five years of age, not being protected. So little the little girl inside of me didn't feel worthy of being protected and being loved. And I know that she did the best herself considering of the situation that she was in. And, you know, there's, and there's, you know, I've done all that forgiveness around that and everything, and there's no anger harboring there whatsoever. And I love her dearly. And there's so many things that I embrace that I'm so lucky to have the charismatic part of my mother. Um, but I also, and also the fact that she has been a, fuel for me to make sure that I don't end up in a place where she has been. Yeah. So having said that, um, being a little girl and will you remind me of the question? I, I went off on a tangent and oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, <laughs> so 
Yeah, so I attracted my very, I was in a lot of date when I was at, in my house, in my home. And when I graduated at 18, I, I moved out and I went off to university. I actually wanted to be a police officer because I wanted to put bad guys in jail. And then, um, so I took my French because in Canada, you're bilingual. So I took my French and then I went off to criminology at university and psychology and sociology, which was all about like learning, like, you know, say, you know like trying to figure out life because I was in chaos is what I grew up in. So, but on the outside, everything looked beautiful, Lisa. I have to tell you. Okay. That's so common. <laughs> Callie, I think you froze. Callie. Wanna either I froze or you froze. Okay, am I back? You're back. Okay. Hey, <laughs> so, hey, I, hey. <laughs> no, actually, I'm gonna stand up one step back. So I'm gonna explain this. Right. My energy actually affects electrical things. I've gone through four computers in the last two years. I'm not wow. sure. There's actually, there's a computer right there that I can't shut because I was frustrated one time on the, which like technology kind of frustrates me a little bit. I have, I have made peace with it, but the whole face popped, just popped right off. So I can't close that laptop. It's still, that one still works, but I've actually even had ghetto blaster, like, like that's old school ghetto blaster, yeah. which are back now, like go, when I was doing a healing session and smoke come out of it, I had to run out and put it outside. So, yeah. okay. so, yeah. so I'm stepping back. Okay. So from the, what, where, where you got cut off. From the, the fact that, um, so when I was 18, I went off to school and I was learning this and then I started dating a coworker and then, um, cause we had the same boss, different jobs, but same boss. And started dating him and then realized that this guy was like really unstable and following me and doing a bunch of like, like basically stalking me. And then I broke up with him. I moved. He, he still found me. And, um, and you know, I, here I was only 20 years of age. He was 19. And, um, and, you know, from the out, just like my home, from the outside, you think he got it all together. He's managing an engraving store in the mall and, you know, like had a nice car and seemed really normal, but on the inside really messed up. So just like my home that I came from, everything looking beautiful on the outside, but not on the inside. Um, yeah, so he stalked me and then, and he found me and then I was, I went into my underground parking lot and he ran out from, and I had my puppy in one hand arm and my, my, I was actually on my way to my mom's house with the letter to say that I was just accepted in my second year of university uh, in the program. And I was holding that and I tried to get into my car and the key wouldn't go into the lock. Little did I know he put toothpicks in the lock so I couldn't get in so that he could surround me in the underground parking lot. And he ran up behind me without me even hearing him and um, shot me point blank. And the bullet is still in my spine in my L4. He left me. He tried to shoot me again. I talked him out of it. He tried to shoot himself in front of me. I talked him out of it. But then he said to me, if I'm going to leave you here, I'm going to leave you here for nothing to live for. And I knew intuitively right then that that meant that he was going to go after my family. 
So when he ran off in that January 22nd, rainy Monday night, um, you know, and ran off, I knew I had to get help to get my family out of the house. And so I pulled myself into my car, getting in through the passenger side because the other side couldn't get in. And I drove with my hands and drove my car out to the street and honked for help. And before I let them even put them put me into the ambulance, I got my got them to call my mother and get the family out of the family home so that um, so that they uh, met me at the hospital. And I was right. He did go to the family home and the police were waiting there for him. So. Wow, that is, I mean, is he still in jail? So there was, and most people don't know this, but you know what, I'll tell your audience this because that is a question. I've kind of left it as a cliffhanger in the book from like the trauma to triumph um, story that I was been featured in that went to number one. Um, there was a chase. Uh, so they were waiting for him. He was still in his vehicle. There was a chase all over town and then he drove into a dead end and at the dead end, he ended his life inside of his vehicle and took the other rifle. He, he shot me with one rifle, left it there. And that's why, you know, why when somebody drove in and saw me with the pool of blood and the rifle there, they took off. So that's how I knew I had to, I had to get myself out because no one was going to help me. I had to help myself, which is kind yeah. of the theory of that I teach people. It's like only us can help ourselves. Like, you know, yes, we have incredible services and everything like that. But in most areas in our life, we're the ones that need to rescue ourselves. So that yeah. connects with what I what do I do? I teach people the empowerment and transformation so that they understand there is always that open window for you. And most of the time, a huge open door. But we're with our beliefs can't see what's around us whether because we're grieving or whether because we're just upset if you know a lower vibration and then when you have somebody else like myself come and reflect back to the opportunities that are actually there that is how I've helped all these whether it's you know solopreneurs entrepreneurs all the way to Fortune 500 companies, leaders. I mean, I work with everybody and I work in a sliding scale. So I've even helped homeless people. Like, you know, and, and I work with transition houses giving back because they really were there for me as well. So I've been a help of support for them. And um, wherever I can, wherever, because my mission is to activate a billion people. That, wow. is, my, that is my mission. So that's why I'm very thankful to be here with your incredible audience. <laughs> I mean, just when you and I met, we met at a chamber event, you know, before I went to Peru and um, just, I could tell you were just this beautiful light energy, just, I mean, just glowing. So I feel so grateful to have been able to meet you and, and share you with my audience and hopefully get you out to other people. <laughs> so so you're so how i guess what steps did you use to heal yourself from that well, yeah that's a great question because luckily i was an athlete growing up 
that was actually one of my outlets for all the stress and the abuse that I was going through um, because I really couldn't think very well on it. I couldn't apply myself very, a lot of people would call it like ADHD and things like that or whatever, but like, because the traumas that I went through and I didn't have any support and we were told to keep the lid on the garbage can and not let anybody smell your stinky stuff. So I never told anybody about what I was going through and all of that, right? You just keep it down, you know, show up at church Sunday morning, you know, and pretend everything's good. And so um, I had incredible basketball coaches in my private school. One was actually a Super Bowl winner. So he taught me visualization. He told our whole team. So basically with the ball in the basket, like before it left my hand, learn to see the ball in the basket before it left your hand. So when when I was told that I was paralyzed, that the bullet was embedded in my spine, that the cord was, um, it wasn't completely severed, but it was cut, you know, and, and he was like, and the doctor was like, he was so excited and he's like, Oh, we don't have to operate. And it didn't, it went straight into your spine and it didn't catch, didn't get any organs. And I'm like, sprayed into my spine. Like I've taken biology. <laughs> this is not good. And he's like, you know, so you're going to live. And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, and you may get some use of your legs back. And I'm like, in that moment, I made up my mind. I'm like, I'm going to walk out of this hospital. I'm not going to be in a wheelchair. I'm like, it's like my life is sucked up to like in so many ways. I'm ready. Like I have a mission. Now I didn't know what my mission was, but I had a calling inside me. I had that light inside of me, right? Yeah. You know how we talk about like you come into the world and you're like awake. Like yes. I remember being three years of age, two years of age, and being in a in the crib and going, "Why are people fighting here? Like, why isn't everybody like loving each other and kind to each other, right?" And that and I so that really and then so when I thought I was going to be a police officer, that was what like it was the same thing. It's like if you're not being kind, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> so my mission is to, you know, activate people and to let go of the traumas and traumas that we've been through so that we can live an incredible successful life whatever success looks like you know some people that means like having the four-hour work week some people that means like living on the beach living in hawaii <laughs> so yeah that's it's just been it's just been a incredible experience of knowing in my heart that there was this light inside of me, which we all have inside of us, all of us, right? Yes. And I connected to that. And I stopped with nothing less than knowing that I was going to walk again. And it was, so it happened on January 22nd. And then within six weeks, so I left the, like, I left the hospital with a walker, so, and my legs were completely paralyzed. So it was like stumps, like basically like I was walking like this. Okay. And then I walked outdoors on my way actually to church at the time. And um, the sunshine just came down and I'm standing there with my walker on the patio at my, at my mother's place. And knowing that I have to take my time to get down the stairs up the patio. And all of a sudden a bolt of energy just went like threw me like this, like literally like, uh, but there was no, 
there was no um, lightning. It was like blue skies. And literally it was like, and I threw down my walker and I started, I'm like, look, look. And I start to dance like this. And my mom's like, let's get you to the hospital. Maybe the bullets moved. I'm like, mom, this is a miracle. Like, mom, this is a miracle. Right? And she's, oh, we gotta get to the hospital. I'm like, no, mom, look. And I went instantaneously from being completely stumps, couldn't move them, couldn't bend, couldn't feel like they would take needles every day and poke me. And I'm like, don't feel a thing, look down, you know? And um, yeah, so, and then it was just instantaneously. So yeah, so I, you know, it's like faith and commitment and, and it's really about faith. Yeah, for for real. I mean, that's an amazing story of like, creating your reality and showing how the body really can heal itself. Yes. Right? So yeah, that's, I mean, it's just such an inspirational story, I think for everyone, because you are, no one is limited. They, you only limit yourself, right? Right. Yes. And you know, and I had total respect for people that are paralyzed, you know, through accidents and everything like that. And they've, and, and, and they're not, you know, whether they're quadriplegic, I actually had a cousin that was quadriplegic, you know, um, from diving into a pond, which I've never even actually talked about before, but it just came up. It's like, I have total respect for whatever each person's journey is in their life. However, that wasn't the journey that I was going to live. That was not the narrative that I wanted to live. So, yeah. yeah. And I was just really, really, really blessed. And I feel like it's that connection to nature that I've had. Right. And, and also, you know, um, my special helpers. (laughs) Let's, Let's segue to, yeah, to nature, to the cetaceans and your special helpers. So yes, yes. How, I mean, so the orcas were coming to you, you know, when you're on the ocean in British Columbia. Yeah. And then, so how did that develop throughout your life? So thank you. Like this works out perfect because literally after I was unparalyzed, I hopped on a plane and went to back to Hawaii because I had been there at a, as a preteen. And the first time that I walked into Hawaii, like as a little girl, I'm like, why are we leaving mom? Like, like, why are we here? And they're like, because we're Canadian. And I'm like, but uncle lives here. And he's like, well, he's a travel agent here. So he can be like, he can be here because he has a business. Right. And I'm like, I want a business in Hawaii because <laughs> I, I don't want to leave. I just had a like just a visceral connection. And, and so, so January 22nd, it, I was shot by the end of March, I was in Hawaii and my birthday is on April 12th. And I have, I was in Hawaii with my, staying with my uncle for my 21st birthday. And so that was, and the only thing was, and it was on Oahu though. And I knew that Hawaii was where I was supposed to be, but I knew it also wasn't there in like Honolulu with the big city and, and everything. And it wasn't, it wasn't the lifestyle that I was looking for at that. Like, you know, I was looking, looking for that. So um, I actually went back to the mainland and, you know, British Columbia after my six months stint there. And, um, and then that's where I met my husband, had my son. And then, you know, and then that other part of my life, however, 
When I did find the big island here 14 years ago, the very first time in the water on the big island, I was visited by a pilot whale. I didn't even know what a pilot whale was. A pilot whale is like a huge dolphin. And yeah. it the, first, the when I got into the water, um, it came up to me and I have my friends there and my friend, one of the friends that I was out with, he's actually, and he's a free diver and he can hold his breath for seven and a half minutes and free dive 300 feet. And like, this is his thing. And I like, you know, and I didn't know, like, I didn't even know that was humanly possible, but I'm in the water and this pilot whale comes up to me and starts doing this mating dance, but I didn't know it was a mating dance, but he did because he's an underwater photographer and he yanks me out of the water saying, don't you know what was happening to you? And I'm like in this, I'm in this completely um, hypnotized state. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know. I like, I fell in love with that whale. <laughs> it's like, you are crazy. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, really? And he's like, do you know what he was going to do? And I said, no. And he goes, he was going to grab a hold of you and take you under the water. I'm like, cool. And he goes, not cool. I'm like, why not? Because because he would have punctured your skin because you're not a whale and you have human skin. I'm like, well, and <laughs> but I was like, I was stoned literally from the from having that interaction. So that was my first day. Then the next day, then I had a um, a lone. Um, okay, we have the uh, bottlenose come up to me and ping me, which means put his sonar in through me, opened up all my chakras and I swam faster than I've ever swam before in my life with this, this incredible like creature. I just like, I, I don't even want to call them a dolphin because there's, it's just like humans where we have the whole range of, of beings. We have normal people, we have healers, and then we have like the people that aren't so good, at, like humans. Well, it's the same thing out there in, in the ocean world. There's some yeah. cetaceans that are here for healing. There's some that are just normal, right? And then there's, you know, not ones that are like breaking the rules and then they get reprimanded and kicked out of the pods and then they die because if you don't have community to support each other and to be together, they don't usually last very long kind of like in our human society, right? <laughs> we need community, we need connection. So and that's why I love being connected with you and all of these incredible, you know, light beings that are here sharing and empowering. So, so after I got pinged by the dolphin, then my friend really thought that I was crazy because he's like, I've been in the water for 30 years. I've never heard of this. And but then, then somebody just walked across the parking lot and was wearing this shirt that said dolphin experiences. And then I said, have you ever had a magical experience? And she said exact words as I said, well, I've been out there and I got pinged and all my chakras opened up and it's run faster than ever. And he's like, you either paid her like a ton of money to say that or what you're saying is real. Mm -hmm. So Since then, I've had 
hours and hours and hours of the dolphins coming when I'm swimming across the bay, just come up, coming up to me and swimming like right next to me, like this close, like this. And I'll turn the other way and they follow me. And then I go the other way and then they follow me and they're like underneath me, around me. And then they try to play with me and everything like that. And I'm just like, okay, I am not violating anything here. Because <laughs> there's some rules, right? Yeah, there's rules about not harassing, you know, or whatever. But it's like, I'm not swimming after them. They're like literally on me. And then then what happened was after the dolphins worked with me for a long time, working that energy through me and clearing me and all the way through every cell on a cellular level and letting go of all the traumas and dramas that I've been through, then the whales started adopting me. And that is the most profound experiences in my life beyond anything that I could ever imagine beyond it's to the point where I like those spiritual cries just come down and I'm just feeling like I am blessed beyond blessed. Like this is an outer out of the world experience. This like, so yeah. So I really believe that these certain whales are holding the wisdom of the universe. Mm -hmm. And I know this because they have shared it with me psychically. And also, I mean, they have holographically showed up in my room, wake me up on a Sunday morning, four whales in my room, just kind of like if you've seen the, the avatar and they mm -hmm. had that screen that comes up on avatar and then the screen comes up and so here's these four whales i wake up and they're like breathing and they're like they're like today's the day we need you down in the bay um and they're like the baby's being born and uh, okay so this comes back to the worthiness thing mm -hmm. so i didn't go because i had plans and i actually went to the new thought center which my somebody was speaking and i had a bunch of friends meeting and so, but I told everybody that I had this invitation and, and I felt like I felt incredible just from the invitation, just from being woken up with them in my room. And then, and then somebody runs in two hours later after the presentation and says, I'm sorry, I'm late. There was a baby being born in the bay. And everybody's like, oh, Kelly, you know, she told us, and yes, you are a whale whisperer and everything. And I thought that that's what was supposed to happen. The whales came back to me and said, uh-uh, Callie, if you felt worthy, if you were 100% full cup, you would have been there because that is, that is an invitation that was so sacred and you did not take the invitation. If you felt worthy of it, you would have. We, not, we need to work on you more. We need to work on your worthiness. And wow. I'm like, All right. So, you know, like full transparency here. Right. I have, this is my part of my journey. I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. Even though I've, you know, overcame paralysis with a miracle and everything like that. I'm still like, until I take my last breath will be I'm completely in my, in my holy divinity. Right. In the meantime, I'm doing the very best to remember who I am of being a holy divinity and teaching others to remember who they are of their holy divine selves and to connect to that. So the whales since then, that actually, that baby adopted me because every, all like those, that was years ago, but every day that I went into the, into the bay, 
it would either show up or tell me what time to be in the bay and that it was going to show up. So then I started bringing people with me and be like, okay, we have to be there for 11 a.m. at this bay. And they're like, how do you know? And I'm like, they're telling me, like, you just listen, <laughs> right? And so then they, all my friends were coming with me and they're just like, oh my God, it's exactly 11 o'clock. Like, how does a whale know the time? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's happening. <laughs> so, oh my yeah. And so to have the essence of that energy go through and the sound, like sound healing is one of the most profound healing and the sound of them being, like that, like going through your body, it, it, it's the best high ever. Like it's, it really lifts you to another realm. It's like 5D. It's like you're not. And then like, I'll look up and I will see holographic, uh, like, uh, like genomes and different things and like sacred geometry. There was even my very last time last year when there was four whales underneath me and they were blowing bubbles like walls in the four directions that had sacred geometry in the, in, in there. And I was just like, and all I did was I went into the water with my friends and we held hands. We did, we did. And I, this isn't a charging thing. This is literally like, I didn't charge for this. Nothing. This was just like three dear friends that I brought into the water. I'm like, you have to experience to see what I'm talking about because they and and they were just like okay and some of them like they like they believe me but it's like they they're like can it yeah really, can it really like we love you Callie and we believe you but you know there's still doubt <laughs> and then we're holding each other's hands and we, and we I literally did an intention setting of we're here to experience magic so that we can be the light within ourselves to share with the world. Mm -hmm. And in one minute, we had four juvenile humpbacks underneath us in 30 feet of water blowing bubbles. And my friends are just like, we're all crying, like in, like, yeah. And oh, it just magic, oh magic. So, yes. So I want to share a couple of wisdoms so that your yeah. so your so your listeners yeah. here today can understand it. Yeah. Sacred geometry, super powerful. One of the most sacred geometries that they do with me and have told me is the sacred geometry of the infinity sign. If you ever get hurt, so whether it's your heart is hurt, right? And by the way, I have a broken heart because hearts are muscles, they don't break, they tear which allows them to get bigger, but they never break. So when people talk about broken heart, you have a broken heart. It's, your, it's tear, which gives you an opportunity to get, have a bigger heart and experience life and love even more profoundly. So you can do the infinity sign over our heart, over our third eye, over anything that hurts, because anything that hurts is blocked energy. That's all is and we are energetic beings and everything around us is energy so infinity sign gets the energy moving that's number that's a really wise wisdom from our cetaceans another one is the sound healing and the sound healing through them is incredible i mean like 
I, I have, I have it right here. I have my, this is the heart chakra um, singing bowl and I do activations with this and this is really bad and they come through me and they speak through me. And, but I mean, any sound healing like this is incredible. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing. Well, then, I, real quick, I love that you said that because last year I was called to get certified in sound healing and I bought a whole set of crystal healing bowls and yeah. So I've got all the chakra bowls and the 528 hertz bowl and other instruments. So yeah. Yay. Yay. Thank you, sister. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The yeah. third thing. So I another know. thing that's really important is breath mm. because breath is life. And when we say aloha, we are gifting breath, right? Aloha, a breath of life. So breathing exercises, deep breathing exercises. And, and so I do breath, breath work with my clients and we'll be doing it at the retreat and with the sound things. And we've got to talk more about that. <laughs> so yeah, breath. And imagine being like a whale and ex or, you know, like a dolphin, they expel and then, and then the big breath in, right? And it's better than any cup of coffee. It's better than any type of stimulant is, is breath, because, and that is life. So those are three of my long list that I would like just for your clients to know and like your viewers to know that um, you can do for yourself and really bring yourself up to the next level. Wow. I love that. Um, so the so the special helpers are those are different than recitations, right? Yes. So I have had experiences with. So first of all, I do want to say that I really feel like the whales are connected. Some of the whales are connected to the cosmos. Yes. I really, really, really believe that. Me too. <laughs> and actually, one on my new deck, one of my cards, I don't know if I can find it. I'm going to, you keep talking. Oh, here it is right here. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's a Syrian card and it's a humpback whale. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, you know, and because, and I've never shared this publicly before, but I'm going to share this with you. And I did share it when, when we've been in person, but I'm going to share this with you was that I've actually see dolphins, that there are dolphins coming from portal, from a portal. There was two bottlenose dolphins that came from portal and in front of me and they took form in front of me. So that was like, like unequivocally knowing that they are working from a different realm. So yes. that's the energy. And then they came to me and, and it was quite funny. It's a good little story it was actually, I was in a relationship for several years. He asked me to marry him and I didn't get a full body. Yes. To marry him. And then I sort of meditated on it and they said, bring him to the dolphins. So that's what I did was I literally brought him to Hawaii because we were on the mainland. And when we got to Hawaii, the first time that was when the two, Dolphins came out of the portal and they came to us and swam with us. And when we got back to our retreat that we were at, like the retreat um, center we were staying at, mm -hmm. he packed up his bags and left. And that was the end of our relationship because he couldn't handle it. Okay. So 
literally I felt like they took care of me in that regard and like bless him and everything. Great man, just not one for me. And, and um, yeah, and I literally, because he could not handle it. He was too 3D. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just literally <laughs> <he went> from <laughs> a two and a half year relationship that was like, no fighting, no that. It was just like pretty like vanilla, I guess. <laughs> right. would be a good way of saying it. And then, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, all right. And you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Clearer than that, right? Right. So you know, and like, so other people could have been like completely like devastated over it. And even though my heart loved him, and like you know, um, it like it literally, I was over it like within a couple of weeks because it was like, okay, he's not the one for me. Thank goodness right. that I found that out. Thank goodness I listened to my intuition. Thank goodness that they showed up for me. Thank goodness, like it's like, like. Oh, Holy divinity. That's all I can say is like when you're connected, you know, and you know that the universe has got your back. I mean, like, what if I would have married this guy? Like, you know, right. and, and didn't go with my like, you know, and I would be stuck with somebody that's in 3D and I'm like wanting to be in 5D and it would have brought my vibration down. There was no way when you're sharing a bed with somebody that you're able to be here when they're here. So, yeah. And by the way, if there's any really great 5D guys out there. <laughs> Still looking for me. I know you got a great one. I'm still looking for my my wrist my wrist to write one. <laughs> yeah, we will show up. <laughs> you will. I know. I feel like he's just around the corner. I literally feel like he's just around the corner. I do too, actually. I got Thank you. I got, yeah, I just got it too. I just got the tingles too. <laughs> so it's to see who shows up. And then you bring it to the dolphins. Bring it to the dolphins. <laughs> What the dolphins be the witness test? <laughs> so, so we're we're running, getting close to our time, but we have time for you to share with how different ways that people can work with you. Because I'm assuming that you can work with clients from afar, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So I do remote, absolutely. And I'm holding this big retreat here in the end of September. So tell us about that. So the big retreat is happening and I will send you the link so that you can put it up, right? So it's Activation Hawaii Retreats. And and basically it's working with me to be activated in person here in Hawaii at this incredible incredible retreat center. It's absolute. wait till you see it, Lisa. It's absolutely divine. And it's right across from the beach and it's private and it's, oh, it's gorgeous. And it's a big acreage with fresh fruit, like a big orchard and everything like that. But so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing all of my woo-woo stuff if you like to sit if you like to put it <laughs> but no i'm going to be doing healing work and and there will be sound healing and there's going to be all of these things going on and then and then i work with clients for three months after that as well um just to follow up and help them attain success in whatever area of their life is whether that is business like you know personal or professional because i've worked with all of them like you know i've worked with banks i've worked with leaders of all types i've like every type of um religion like it's like to me it's like as long as you have faith and and to me it's like that light within us is universal 
It doesn't matter who your God is, as long as you have faith and, and are walking in the light and your intention is to walk in the light, then I'll work with you. Beautiful. I love that. So, okay. Well, so in the last few moments, any other wisdom that you want to share from the helpers, from your guides, from the cetaceans? Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting full body tingles right now. So I'm just reading into the what, what's the best thing to share with it. Hmm. Okay. So we talked about vanilla a little bit about the whatever. What happens at the retreat, the activations that happen at the retreat when I'm in person with somebody cannot be explained. There's no human English or any other language to explain the significant, profound jump, timeline jump that has happened. And I have transported physically myself and I've helped other people to be able to do to get into that if anybody's read um, the autobiography of a yogi well if you haven't it talks about all and it's actually about jesus and buddha and all of these different things but it talks about all the supernatural things that can happen and i've experienced almost all of those from remote viewing to and all of them without reading and studying about it. It's because the vibrational work that I've done and energetic work and, and what I work with and, you know, from the shamanic healing to the Reiki to all of the different modalities that I have accumulated over the last 25 years has given me such profound yeah, conduit capabilities and being four planets and two aspects in Aries. Like I said, I blow things up, literally. So, and in a good way, right? So it's like, that's the power that I work with so that I can be the conduit of this energy to come in. And so anybody that is really ready to go like leaps and bounds, like yeah. it's not a little step. My clients, what would usually take for five years of coaching can do in five months. Because, because, and that's, and, and I have all the testimonials on my website about it. Literally, if you listen to testimonials, they'll say it. It's like they literally have changed their whole life, like within a year, like everything. Got married, got, changed, changed their, left their job, started their business, did all of these things. Like there's like, what? You know, they, they, they look by like, how did we do this? And it's like, we did it. All we had to do was clear you and keep you high on your high vibration and know that I had their hand all the way through. And that's what lights me up. Like it lights me up to see these incredible unfolding of someone's life to live in the essence of divinity. Love that. And so in line with what I do with who I am. So I just, again, I so very much appreciate being able to share this island with you and this space. And so tell people your website one more time. And then- so, Yeah, so my personal website is kellycares.com and it's just like it's spelled here with the K, K-A-R-E-S. Um, there's a tab on there that's Cares Consulting. You can see all, if, if you're a business professional, you can see all the companies that I've worked with. 
like, you know, Chase Morgan. I mean, like, it's like all of them, the banks. I mean, like all of all of those big ones that have brought me in, all the progressive companies that really want to be there, like Motorola and those types of things. Um, and then and then the retreat is activationshawaiiretreats.com. I'll send you that link so for so that you can put it up there. And then um, and then we will make sure that you have your affiliate link for that too. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on. And for those watching, listening, thank you so much. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos. Aloha. Aloha.